Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Euphoria. Josh Brown here. Today's episode is brought to you by Franchise 5. Why Franchise 5? I'm glad you asked. Growing your franchise in a slow, deliberate, and thoughtful manner is a smart way to grow. Franchise 5 helps you do this by expanding five locations at a time with a zen-like focus on the geographic locations that make sense for your growth. To learn more about this, go to FranchiseEuphoria.com forward slash Franchise 5. That's the number five. So FranchiseEuphoria.com forward slash Franchise 5. Now to today's episode. So today I'm thrilled to have on Todd Evans of the You Break, I Fix franchise. Todd joined You Break, I Fix as VP of Franchising in July 2015. He's instrumental in ensuring that You Break, I Fix partners with the right individuals to represent the brand in their new and growing markets. With his guidance, You Break, I Fix has consistently been named among the fastest growing companies, and he previously held the same position at Aaron's Inc., where he launched a mega successful franchise division. One of the things I think you'll find with this interview with Todd is uh, they are very intentional. Uh, you Break I Fix brand is very intentional in how they're growing and very clear on the path in which they're looking to go. Or, or what you'll find out is the multiple paths that they are looking to go down in terms of their growth. But they have it down to uh, pretty much a science. And I think that's very insightful. Uh, and helpful for companies out there looking to grow. You can't just willy-nilly kind of hope for growth. They are certainly taking a strategic approach, and it appears to be paying off with the number of locations that they have and the, no, and the number of locations that they have in the pipeline, as you'll hear in this interview. So without further ado, here's Todd. Hello, Todd. Welcome to Franchise Euphoria. How are you doing today? Doing good, Josh. Well, I'm thrilled to have you on. You're the VP of Franchising for You Break. I fix. And I think, you know, I think a fitting place to start for those who may not have seen one or are familiar with the concept, can you just take a moment and describe the You Break I Fix franchise concept? Um, sure. We are an electronics repair franchise, primarily focusing on same day service. Our primary product that we repair are cell phones, but we do an awful lot of repairs with tablets and laptops and gaming systems. And then we have a wide variety of other devices that people bring in, but our pitch is we'll fix anything with a power button. <laughs> nice. The, is this, so you've, you've been with the company since 2015 before coming to you break, I fix, I believe you worked for a company called Aaron's Inc. Was that still in the, with, within the franchise model? It, it, it was Aaron's was just a, a, a wonderful organization. When I started, with that company, there were 24 stores in the uh, division that I worked with, and we were doing about uh, $26 million in revenue. And over the course of 23 years, we grew it to uh, around 2,200 stores doing $3.2 billion um, in revenue. And it was a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ, and then we moved it over to the, to the big board, the New York Stock Exchange. And it was, it was an awful lot of fun growing that company. Wow, so now you've taken some of those experiences over to you break I fix. Yeah, and I think that's one of the main reasons that Justin David and Eddie, the principals um, here brought me on board is is because they needed somebody with a little gray hair who had 
who had done it before. And when I started with the company, I was actually 22 years older than the oldest person at the home office. So it's it's been an awful lot of fun working with these very bright young men and women. So it both keeps you young and gives you more gray hair. Is that what you're saying? All at the same time, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me that. I mean, you're hitting on points that are very, very uh, familiar, interesting, stressful, you know, depending on the day for you know, a lot of franchise or uh, companies, and that is growth. And, you know, there's lots of different ways to grow a business. Uh, there's lots of ways to grow a franchise. But with your experience at, at Aaron Zinc and then your experience at You Break, I Fix, uh, can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, you, you know, you're you're in a crowded space. Um, you're in a, a very timely space. Obviously, everybody's got a smartphone. Everybody in this tech-driven society really has a need for that. But what are some of the overarching principles that you've tried to implement or utilize um, to grow the You Break, I Fix franchise? Well, I, I think... The first thing is just the very nature of this business. Um, it's it's a textbook find a need and fill it business. Um, to your point, the whole world is is moving to the cloud and mobile, and that's all you read about. That's all you hear. And the very nature of mobile devices are they break. Um, so uh, one of the things that was attractive to me about this business was that there was tremendous potential out there in the marketplace, and there was just not an industry leader uh, in the space when I came on board with the company. Um, but when I sat down and met with the, the team here and took a look at the foundation that they had put in place, I really saw something that was in, in incredibly scalable. Um, so over the first really 24 months, we invested pretty heavily in systems and infrastructure and and shoring up a pretty solid foundation that was that was already in place uh, to really help take the business to the next level. And today we're at 470 stores open across North America, uh, Puerto Rico, and Trinidad, Tobago. Um, and we have uh, 490 additional franchise stores committed for to be opened over the course of the next 36 months. Really? That many committed to open over the next 36 months? Yeah, we have a concept called an area development agreement concept where someone sure. can acquire rights to develop contiguous geography um, on a preset development schedule. And that's something that's been very attractive to prospective franchisees who want to fully develop a, a market that they're in um, without having someone come in and you know effectively encroach on their space. So we're really excited about um, allowing our franchisees the opportunity to open up, you know, four, five, 10, 12, 15 stores should they choose. Now, in these stores, are they typically, you know, run by, you know, just one or two employees at a time? Yeah, the average store actually has four associates in it. One's a manager and the other three are, are technicians. Uh, but everyone in the store does everything. Uh, everyone works with customers. Everybody repairs devices. So it's a real collaborative approach to help hold that labor cost down. Well, and then in addition, I, th I think to repair, I mean, do you guys sell cases? Do you, you sell other, you know, additional accessories for, for cell phone users? We, we do. It's not a big part of our business. 
um, but it is part of our business. Accessory sales typically represent about 7% of our revenue, but we have to be careful because we get an awful lot of referrals from carriers when customers come in with broken devices. So we just don't want the carriers to view us as a competitor. Um, So we try to, we, we try to focus on repair because that's really our niche in the marketplace. And, and frankly, that's where the margins are. Well, you may not know this, but if you do, I'd love to, I think it'd be interesting to hear, you know, when, when you, when did you break iFix start? What, what year did they begin? Uh, 2009. So 2009. So there's, there's a six year period of time before you came on board. Can you talk a little bit about that story of their start? Because, you know, a lot of people who, who tune into this podcast, they're at that part of the journey where, you know, they've just maybe turned their business into a franchise or just getting involved in a franchise business. And, you know, in many respects, um, obviously, that's a big hurdle to overcome. You know, once you become a franchise and then trying to go out there and grow the franchise brand, I mean, you you deal with that day in and day out. And now you're at the point where the inertia is there, the momentum's there. It sounds like things are, are are humming along from that perspective. Talk a little bit about the early days, if you can. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a fascinating story. Um, so Justin, uh, our our founder and CEO, was a starving college student over here at UCF, who is now on the map, obviously because their football team is phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. And he dropped his iPhone, um, and he broke it, and he called an Apple store and asked them if they could repair it. And they said that they could, but they'd have to make an appointment five days out from now, and it would be a couple of hundred bucks. And being a starving college student, he just didn't have the uh, the wherewithal to, to pay for that, and he was not going to be without his phone for uh, for five days. So he dutifully tried to fix the phone himself. Um, He tore it up worse, but that's really how he became interested in the business. Word kind of spread on the UCF campus that there was this young man who could fix broken phones. So he starts getting texts and emails uh, to repair uh, devices for people. He had graduated and basically had a day job and entered David Reif, who is the second principal of the business. Um, who created a uh, basically an eBay auction for repair. And as soon as that went up, phones started coming to Orlando from, from Raleigh, from D.C., from New York, Boston, down from Chicago, Seattle, over from L.A., Texas, up from Miami. Really? Um, and these guys really figured they, they, they had something. Uh, enter Eddie Trujillo, who's the third principal of the business, who had a an electronics uh, retailing background, and he encouraged the guys to open up a store. So in August of 2009, the guys opened up their first store um, here in Orlando, and it was just a tremendous success. Uh, from there, the company very, very quickly grew to uh, 42 company stores, uh, open around North America, and the the managers of those stores were basically uh, people that Justin, David, and Eddie went to high school with, went to college with, went to church with, um, and they were all bugging them to own stores because they saw how profitable they were. So did they turn those those 42 corporate locations all into franchises? Not all of them, but they sold uh, just over half of the stores 
to the existing managers of those stores. And that was the birth of the franchise program in 2013. Well, that's a fascinating story. First of all, to go from to go from one store to forty two stores, I mean, that's no small undertaking. But it sounds like, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Um, you know, there are three people, there are three principals at this time who are growing their business, and each one is focusing on on one area. Talk a little bit, if you can, about some of the challenges that they experienced at the outset in growing, and from what it sounds like, growing relatively fast. Yeah, Justin, David, and Eddie are very unique personalities, and they come together uh, to form this very, very unique team. Justin really serves traditionally as the CEO. He's really kind of the visionary. Um, He's the guy who's leading the charge with some major relationships that we formed over the last few years with some, some fantastic partners that are driving a lot of business to our stores. So he's really the um, kind of the gas that's driving the engine. Justin is the guy that's two years down the road, three years down the road, and just a very, very talented young man. David, um, he has an engineering background, and he's the the guy that can code very well. Uh, So David has built from scratch this back-end system we call Portal that is truly the backbone of our business. It's a system that allows us to interface with all of our partners and that allows our franchisees to really run their stores versus their stores running them. Um, It's a system, software system that was built by operators uh, for operators. So David really serves uh, as kind of the CTO or or, or CIO role in the organization. Um, And Eddie, of course, with his his retailing background um, serves the role um, as really the COO of the company. Uh, but all three of these guys truly have the, the dirt of the business under their fingernails because they started with the company, you know, pretty much day one. So they have a very deep understanding of all the subtleties of operations and how all the systems integrate. So what kind of, I mean, what kind of franchisees do you, does you break iFix look for? I mean, every, every franchise system has a, whether you want to call it an avatar or a target market or, you know, a certain description of, of, of sort of the, the preferred or the, or the type of franchisee that would, that would do well within their system. I mean, who is that for you break iFix? Yeah, we've identified four <clears throat> very specific targets that we're, that we're interested in, <clears throat> pardon me, um, in going after uh, as prospective franchisees. The first are existing multi-unit owners of other brands. And we have a lot of folks that are involved with our system that own McDonald's franchises, that own 7-Elevens, Brick Oven Pizzas, Little Caesars, sort of pro painters. The list goes on and on and on. And these are people that already have payroll, accounting, Uh, They already have a business up and underway, and they're just looking to add another franchise business to their portfolio. So that's one group that we specifically target. The second group that we target are uh, carriers, Uh, folks that own Verizon stores, Sprint stores, AT&T stores, because they're dealing with customers every day walking into their carrier stores saying, hey, I bought this phone here. 12 months ago and and I broke it, can you fix it? 
So we afford them the opportunity to provide customers with a cradle-to-grave experience relative to their electronic devices, and it allows them to monetize a business that's basically walking into their doors uh, right now anyway. Um, The third group are conversions, which are people that are in this business already, Uh, But we have an opportunity to leverage their business up by some of these large national relationships that we formed uh, that we're very excited about that have kind of made it out there in the industry. So we deal with quite a few people that are in the space calling, wanting to convert their brands to you break I fix. And then the fourth is I'm going to call them corporate refugees, Um, you know, just the folks that have worked for corporate America that have built up a a financial nest egg and they're looking to uh, start a business on their own. And those are really the four groups that we, we target and go after. So is that where you focus your efforts? I mean, in your role as you know, those four areas and sort of how you're gonna reach out and find good people within those four areas? It is because the quality of the franchisee determines the quality of the offering, the quality of the system, the quality of the customer experience. Um, so we work very, very hard to make sure that we truly serve as sentinels kind of standing at the gates of You Break I Fix, making sure the only people that we let join the system are people that, that have the proper prerequisites to be successful in this business. And we say no to quite a few folks. Now, I mean, there's there's competition, obviously. There's there's other stores that do similar things. Just before we end here, give me what you would say is the distinct differentiating advantage or the best advantage that you break iFix has over its competition in terms of, you know, it can be anything in terms of how it operates, in terms of one particular piece of it that is special or that, you know, that separates it from the competitors in the market. Yeah, I think there's there's four things that are really our glaring points of differentiation uh, that set us apart from anybody else in this space. Um, the first is we own our own distribution center. Um, so we're able to procure quality component parts from all over the world uh, that come into our distribution center, which is managed by UPS there in Louisville, Kentucky, um, so we're able to get parts at, at, at great prices, and they're quality parts, um, and we're able to get them to our franchise stores very, very quickly. So, you know, if you don't have the part on hand, you can't do the repair. And if your price is not competitive, nobody's going to choose you from a customer standpoint. So the distribution center and the incredible buying power that we give our franchisees relative to parts is is the first really glaring point of of differentiation. I think the second is a very comprehensive training program. Um, And we have a a system that is basically a six-week training program. And then we also have a self-paced curriculum that our franchisees and their technicians can take advantage of. But this is a very fast-moving industry. The electronics industry uh, changes literally on a daily basis. And to make sure that you have good training for your technicians so that they're current on the new devices that are coming out is critically important. And I think there are two other uh, points of differentiation that are worthy of mentioning. I think the biggest is the relationships that we've formed with some major uh, OEMs, original equipment manufacturers, and third-party administrators. 
We feel very blessed and, and honored. We were able to strike up a relationship with Samsung. Um, so we're a service provider for them for both in warranty and out of warranty uh, devices. Uh, we were able to strike up a deal with a, uh, Google, uh, which is a wonderful relationship that we're very excited about. Um, and we have a host of relationships with some third-party insurance providers, uh, such as Centricity, Fortegra, Liquidpel, Warrantech. These are all people who provide um, insurance for electronic devices. Um, and when those devices break, those insurance companies point them to our stores for the repairs. And then the final thing is just the incredible power of Portal. Uh, Portal allows us to interface with the systems with all of these major partners that we have out there. And by major, again, it doesn't get much bigger than Google. It doesn't get much bigger than Samsung. <laughs> That's right. And these companies are data-driven companies. So to have a system that allows you to interface with these major enterprises to ensure that, that, that we're hitting all the KPIs that they want us to hit, and we're also holding them accountable and responsible for hitting the KPIs that we want them to hit, it, it, it really allows for kind of a seamless transaction. And there's just no way we would have any of these relationships or as smoothly of a run operation as we, we currently have without this back-end system that, that the guys created very early on. But those are really the four um, glaring points of differentiation that I think we offer in the marketplace. So if somebody wanted to get a hold of, of either you or find out more about the franchising opportunity, what's a, what's a good place for, for them to go? Um, you can visit the website, youbreakafix.com, and there's a link uh, in the top right-hand corner for franchising. And just click on that link, and it'll give you additional information um, about the franchise offering. Well, thank you so much, Todd. It's been a pleasure talking to you, learning a little bit more about the system. And it sounds like you're busy. you got to get all those stores opened. Yeah. <laughs> and more stores in the pipeline. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to come on. I know you're you're obviously a busy guy and I really appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. We really appreciate it and nice talking with you. Thanks for being with us today on the Franchise Euphoria podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to go to iTunes and provide a review. Also, please remember that although Josh Brown is a licensed and practicing attorney, nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as legal advice because it is not. The information contained in this podcast is general and educational in nature, and none of it should be relied upon as legal advice. That being said, if you have questions for Josh and would like to contact him, please email him at josh at franchiseuphoria.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in to our next weekly episode. <laughs>